Welcome to Alternative Health Tools. This is episode 82. We are Lisa Victoria and I'm joined with my co-host Claire Nicolau and today we're talking about how to combat stress using the sausage machine. Hi again Claire. Hi Lisa. Brilliant to uh, be back here with you and we've got a fun topic today so we're going to talk about combating stress using the sausage machine. So you're probably all thinking blimey what's the sausage machine but what we wanted to do was bring a bit of a fun element into this um, episode because obviously stress is it means different things to different people and we all have different ways of handling it one of the things we wanted to share with you today is the concept of the sausage machine and how this can help people around the globe combat stress so I guess to start us off you know what what does stress mean and Claire and I were talking uh, just a minute ago and, and we were saying that actually stress can have a physical impact on our body can't it yeah definitely I mean everyone knows that stress increases levels of certain hormones the fight or flight hormones and if they stay around in our body for a prolonged period of time they can have an impact on our physical health and that can be and our mental health too um, but I think Sometimes people only think that stress can affect mental health, but it, there's so much more to it than that because high levels of stress hormones can cause cardiovascular disease and digestive problems and, you know, just like from tummy ache to more serious problems. And that's something that I think is sometimes overlooked and sometimes people suffer from stress for long, long periods of time and it becomes their normal and they don't necessarily look for ways to deal with that because they're permanently living on this kind of knife edge yes. of stress. And I think there's, there is a difference between um, stress that has a physical and mental impact on us and pressure. Um, pressure is a different kind of, it's, it's a different thing which doesn't have the same impact on our health. And, and we're all subject to pressures in our daily lives, you know, at work or at home. But that's not the same as as actual stress, which which can be quite a lot more serious. Yeah, and that, and just picking up on something you said there in terms of the fight or flight. I guess in the olden days and hunter gatherer days, we would we would you know fight or flight, wouldn't we, if, mm -hmm. if we were feeling threatened or in danger? And just thinking about the world we live in today, it's such a busy environment isn't it we're all rushing here rushing there got jobs to get to you know very very busy lives and it, it's really interesting I read an article the other day and it said actually most people are on high alert most of the time and most people are either in that fight or flight mode most of the time and, and like you say it can have that physical impact on our bodies as well and quite often when I see clients they'll say oh I've got tummy ache or you know digestive problems and when you dig deep it's actually that it comes from they've had a really stressful week and it's mm. only it's only culminated in that week since they felt really stressed um, and it's fascinating isn't it what impact you know our thoughts and our mind can have on our body definitely it, it's fascinating and um in the uh, in episode eighty, when I mentioned the um, the Body Worlds exhibition, yes. and there was uh, information there about what stress does to the body physically, 
And I think that's that's fascinating because they can make direct links between the stress that our bodies are under and our physical health. It's real, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It is. The mind body connection again. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I know we're going to talk in a future episode about you know where stress comes from and you know how we all kind of get sucked into that world of stress and like you say you know pressure is different to stress but I think just for today and today's purposes it's like let's talk about the sausage machine and the sausage machine concept and let's give some tools to the people out there who may be feeling a little bit stressed and maybe feeling you know a little bit like oh gosh you know I'm on this treadmill of life and pressure 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 stress 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 running around everywhere and how can we how can we help them? So should we should we talk about the sausage machine? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Go ahead. Okay, so the first time I came across the concept of the sausage machine, and actually both Claire and I came across it at a similar time. Uh, we actually met a chap called Richard Wilkins, and he introduces to the, the concept of the sausage machine, and and basically how the sausage machine works in very simplistic terms is what you put in, you get out. So if you think you want a pork sausage to come out of the sausage machine, then you must put pork in. And it sounds so, so simple. And you think, is this a trick? And it really isn't. And the big kind of light bulb moment for me when I heard this concept was most people, including myself, had been out there waiting for this feeling of happiness, calm, contentment to come out of the sausage machine and I realized that actually what I was putting in the sausage machine was the opposite feeling. So I was putting in stress, you know, worry, maybe a bit of anxiety on some days, maybe a bit of tiredness. And then I was, you know, wondering why I wasn't getting happy, calm, content feelings coming out the sausage machine. Because, you know, we talk about it, don't we, Claire? We only ever do anything for feeling. Yeah, we do. And the, and the, the concept of the sausage machine is learning to put the feeling before the outcome. And so when, you know, you mentioned that if you want pork sausage out, you put pork in. If you want to feel a certain way in a certain situation, you've got to put those feelings in at one end to have them come back out the other end. Yeah, I love that. And and there was something you said earlier and it says having the feeling doesn't depend on the outcome of the situation so yeah. you don't have to do something to get the feeling all you have to do is put the feeling in the sausage machine so people who are at the end of the sausage machine waiting for contentment to come in but maybe they're putting stress and anxiety into the sausage machine you know the concept is we call them the waiters they're waiting for something good to come along and happen some good outcome to happen so then they can feel good but what we're actually saying and what you're saying claire is we can choose what feelings we put in the sausage machine independent of of a situation yeah yeah should i give an example please do so um as you know i used to spend a lot of time driving around the m25 which for people who don't know is what they call in the uk the world's world's largest car park don't know the uk's <laughs> yes, largest do. car park it's um stretch of motorway that is extremely busy and i used to spend an awful lot of time sitting on that motorway and on a monday morning i would find myself feeling stressed about that journey before i'd even got in the car because the expectation was i was going to get stuck in traffic and i did get stuck in traffic and as I could feel the traffic stacking up and, and you know, feel myself driving slower and slower, I was feeling more agitated by that and more 
annoyed and more kind of, oh, I knew this was going to happen sort of thing. So the feelings I was putting into that situation were annoyance, agitation, upset, a little bit of anger probably. And by the time I arrived at my destination at the other end, I was feeling all of those emotions, unsurprisingly, because they were what I put in to start with. So the sausage machine was a little bit broken. Well, it was working fine (laughs) because I was putting those things, I was putting those feelings in and getting exactly those feelings out. So (laughs) it was actually working really well. So after learning about the concept of the sausage machine, I learned to change the way that I approach that journey. So what I wanted to be able to do was to get to the end of my journey feeling calm and relaxed. So in order to do that, I had to put feelings of calm and relaxation into my sausage machine before I started that journey. Now, some people are going to go, well, that's really easy to say, but really impossible to do when you know you're facing a a bad journey. So, and that's true. That is true. So, so what I used to do was I used to think about how best I can make the use of my time in the car, knowing I'm going to be stuck in traffic that would give me those feelings of calm, calmness and contentment. So I would download audio books to listen to on the way down, or I would make playlists, or I would, you know, call people through the hands free for a chat that I wouldn't normally speak to at that time of day. And that actually helped me. It took a little while. It's not It's not something that I think you can necessarily do overnight when you're not used to doing it. But it took a little while. But I started to really kind of dread those morning journeys because I was able to think about what I was going to be able to achieve even though I was going to be stuck in traffic. And then from that came more feelings of calm and contentment and over time because this is a concept that does need quite a lot of practice I started to think a lot more about the benefits of what I was actually getting from that car journey so either a chat with you know a friend or listening to something really interesting on a podcast or in an audiobook and by the time I got to work I'd I'd accepted the fact that it was going to take me a long time and I was going to be late but I didn't arrive there feeling frazzled because I managed to put the feeling that I wanted before the outcome. I love that. I absolutely love that. And you've answered the question there because I was going to say to you, so how do we do it? And, you know, for the listeners out there, the how is, it's just practice. Like you've said, it's practicing, choosing what feelings do you want? So what feelings are you currently experiencing and do they serve you? And they weren't serving you, were they? Feeling a little bit of anger, (laughs) a little bit of frustration, resentment. And and what you did is you took a step back and you said, well, what would I choose? And I choose to feel calm and content. So how can I have those feelings? Well, we know that the only thing that makes us feel is the thought we attach to it. So let's look for all the positives in the situation. I can call a friend. I can listen to some podcasts. So in order to have those podcasts or listen to some amazing music, I just need to do a little bit of preparation in advance. And that's, that's what you did. So you turned a... A situation that was outside your control into something that served you better because you then got your feelings working for you, I guess, didn't you? Definitely. Definitely. And I think what it's what it's about, really, this concept is when you plan your day in advance, you don't just plan what you're going to do. You plan how you want to feel, how you want those situations to 
uh, how you want to feel about those situations. Yeah. It's like anything, isn't it? You go to a meeting that you're a bit nervous about and it's easy to have feelings of apprehension and almost, you know, expecting that the meeting isn't going to go well. And that can be then really helpful to know that and to think about what you actually want to achieve, the feelings that you want and to plan that success. And you can visualize that outcome and you can think about those feelings before you go into that situation. That's really interesting. So questions our listeners have probably got now is, do you think that changing those feelings up front so using the sausage machine correctly and putting all the positive feelings in instead of letting the negative feelings go in do you think that could potentially change the outcome of what you're then going to be faced with whether that's a meeting or something else definitely and have you experienced that i was thinking i was thinking back to my my traffic analogy i mean that absolutely had a huge bearing on the rest of my day once i learned how to get the right feelings going in and I got the right feelings coming out, I had a much better day. I mean, absolutely had a much better day and I didn't always manage to do it, you know, and then I would not have such a good day. And so that's actually really good in a way because it really reinforces the fact that it does work. It sounds like a really ridiculous bonkers concept and it is a ridiculous bonkers concept, but it works. It really does does work. work. It's so simple, isn't Mm. it? And yeah, I love simple tools that just are effective and, I guess for me, when I think back to days that the sausage machine has worked for me and the sausage machine hasn't worked for me, I remember the days when I used to deliver presentation um, skills workshops and, you know, I, I'd stand up at the front and if I'd thought about my sausage machine before I'd gone in to deliver and I think, right, you know, be calm, in control, confident, what does confident feel like, what's in control feel like, what's happy feel like and really touching you know, taking that moment to feel those feelings, I guess, rather than just think, oh, I'm happy. It's like, well, what does happy feel like? When was the last time I felt really confident in a presentation? And when I took those few minutes before I walked into delivering that course, I noticed that actually the whole time just went so much better than if I'd gone in and not been consciously thinking about the sausage machine because I might have been feeling a little bit apprehensive a little bit nervous wondering what the audience were going to think and then when I reflect on those times I think actually the energy in the room wasn't as high and Mm. it didn't go as well so I'm not saying it went badly but when you look at the two different situations you can see how much of a difference it makes if you can get into the right feelings first. And that's where we use the sausage machine, isn't it? Is get those feelings going into the sausage machine and use those to create the outcome you want rather than relying on the outcome to give you the feelings. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I was thinking when you were saying that um, about those um, very well-documented experiments with visualization techniques in athletes. I'm sure you've heard of this. Yes. When, they've, when they've had athletes visualize their race and um, they connect them to heart rate monitors and various whizzy medical things. And they um, worked out that all their muscles fire in exactly the same order that they would had they actually been running the race. And I think that's fascinating as a concept. But one of the things I know from those experiments is they didn't just get them to visualize, they got them to feel it. Yes. And that is really important. It's about having the 
feelings as well because it's very easy I think to think about what you want as an outcome Mm -hmm. and to see that in your mind and we can all do that because we visualize all the time don't we but to take it a step further and to feel the feelings that you want is the difference between making it work and not making it work I think I 100% agree and for me when I learned this concept I had been visualizing I had been thinking what I wanted, but I hadn't been feeling the feeling. And that's why it wasn't working for me before, because I I knew what I wanted. I knew what I wanted to achieve, but I hadn't then sat down to think, well, what does that feel like? When was the last time I felt like this? And if there's any listeners out there that are thinking, well, that's all very well and good. And I know that I want my um, meeting to go well and I've got a specific outcome that I want to get out of the meeting how would you feel when you've got that outcome so don't wait for that meeting to finish how would you choose to feel when you've got that outcome and would that be successful would that be elated would that be really really excited that you've had such a positive outcome And if they're those feelings, think back to the last time you felt those feelings. So even if it was a year ago or 10 years ago that you were in a meeting and it went so, so well that you were like, wow, that was amazing. Relive that experience and really think about the feeling. And I remember talking to you once, Claire, and I was saying to you, you know, what was it like when you ran that marathon? And you described that to me and I could see the change in you and the feelings bubble up inside you. Could you feel those feelings when you relive that moment? Definitely. And that's, do you know, it's interesting that you brought that one up because I was thinking about that before you said it. And that is a feeling even, this was 2008 that was, so that's 11 years ago. I can still feel how I felt crossing the line. And whenever I've been told to think about a feeling that was a good feeling that you can then attach to other situations, that's the one I go back to because it's so vivid. I love that. And for our listeners out there, Claire has just lit up. Her eyes are shining. She's smiling and her body language has changed. So if you don't think it works, and it really does, you know, that was 11 years ago. Mm. And just by describing it there and then, Claire could tap into that feeling. Yeah. So it doesn't matter when you last felt that feeling. And for some people, they think, well, I've not felt excited for years. Well, at some point in your life, you felt excited. So think back to a time when you did and practice feeling it. Practice putting it in your sausage machine and make your feelings work for you rather than waiting on, you know, that result to give you those feelings. As I think what we're saying today for Mm. our listeners is using that sausage machine to create your life rather than wait for life to happen to you and for you to then feel deserving to have that feeling yeah putting the feeling before the outcome i love that and i think probably that's a nice place to uh, wrap up so one one of the asks we'd like is um you know what are you putting into your sausage machine and is that serving you and we'd love to hear from you to see um you know what's going on with your sausage machines are they working effectively or do we need to start switching ingredients and feelings that you're putting in them so do get in touch it's feedback at lifehacksforliving.com so we're your hosts today lisa victoria and claire nicola and if you like what you've heard please do tell others and this podcast can be found on apple podcasts google podcasts spotify podcasts and anywhere else you get them until next time take care bye bye